Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Chip Lunch Podcast. Uh, we are joined by, oh, sorry, we. By we, I mean myself, Ethan Crawshaw, and uh, Braden Wall. Yeah. What a man. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, we are, jo- I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore you. Uh, we are joined by Lewis Carr. What's up? Hello. Um, I, I, I don't know. I was going to, I was going to, it's done. done. (laughs) (laughs) Bye everybody. (laughs) So so much of me wants to just end the podcast there um, and just like make the rest of this conversation. The episode that airs like (laughs) five minutes later. Epilogue? Is it an epilogue? True. Yeah, epilogue. Something like like that. Prologue's the start. Yeah. Epilogue sounds like Epilogue's the end. So smart. So smart. You're so a genius. Smart. You used a word <laughs> in one of the episodes, in the first episode. Yeah. And, well, maybe the second episode. No, it was yeah. the second episode. You used a word. Yeah. And I, vitriolic yeah. is the word you used. Yeah. Vitriolic. I asked that question and he did not respond. I'm not responding. Do you know why I know that word? I Googled a it. a song called Vitriolic. <laughs> I Googled it and it was not the word to use in that context. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I'm not going to explain what I think it means. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not a bad, like it's not a, it's not a bad word. It just didn't fit, yeah, which yeah. was hilarious. It's even better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, very epic word. So, though. more importantly, Lewis, if you were going to go and walk into a hot chip shop, mm-hmm. how do you take your chips? As in, like, like chicken salt, plain salt, oh. sauce guy. Definitely no sauce if there's salt on the chips already. Yeah. Otherwise, it's too much. And I'd probably go. I'd go for either. 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 No. No. No, no preference. preference. No preference. Just depends on how I feel. You're a little okay. closer. Closer. Yeah. Um. We're so close. So if they say like, "Oh, do you want chicken salt on that?" It's just preference. It's just the day, the weather, the time. <sighs> yeah. It's it's anything. It's just yeah. how I feel. Fair enough. It's just how I feel. It's important. Um, no <laughs> sauce though. Usually, I'm pretty out um, on sauce. Yeah. Not about sauce. Okay, fair not enough. saucy. Fair Definitely <laughs> not tomato sauce. That's I do. Rank. Yeah. <laughs> <What> <laughs> barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Ketchup. Barbecue sauce is just is just tomato sauce, but different. Like I think the no prime comment. the prime yeah. ingredient is bar- in barbecue sauce is just tomato sauce. That has changed the flavor. Um, kind of, but that's still different. Not real barbecue. No, it is different. It is oh different. yeah, and true. That's that's a very good point. Tomato yeah. sauce is used as a base in like heaps of like other sauces for things like yeah. cooking ribs or even like some mm-hmm. kind of Asian dishes lately. Mm-hmm. I've been cooking used tomato sauce. Just like, but I wouldn't eat tomato sauce. Such a chef. <laughs> 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 something you, something you don't, um, you are a, are a connoisseur and you only, uh, you only seem to drink things that end with os mm-hmm. um, as, as those of you who can, are watching the video. If you're not watching the video, <laughs> tune in. Um, we've we, last episode we got sponsored <laughs> with the, the episode with Gemma. We got sponsored by um, Chick Hot Chicks. Hot Chicks. Hot Chicks. Janali. Fish and chip shop oh, in Janali <laughs> that she frequents. But well, yeah, what's got, your frequent fish and chips? Yeah. Like if you're gonna go get some chips, where would you go? Chips or fish and chips? Chips. Well, Let's is go there chips. A different. Let's go chips. Chips. Um, Honestly, no preference. I think jo- I'm usually at Joe Juniors, anyways, so mm-hmm. I'll get them from there. Yeah, right. that's fair. Kind of thing. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Joe's. Yeah, Joe was pretty good. Very nice. They are the local. They are the local. Yeah, 
Well, the fish and chips place is pretty good as well. Mm. I frequent them. Where is what, down, the, down the road? The one we go to for nine the chip fish. lunch. Oh, yep. nine fish. Nine fish. Yeah, nine they fish are very good. Right. Yep. Yep. It's like the only fish and chips shop that's not 20 minutes away from me. So I'm like, I go there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of fish and chips, you got Bird and Burger in Kiwi. It's pretty mm. good. Yeah. But they're not. A fish yeah, I wouldn't go there shop. for burgers, but yeah. yeah. Chicken shop, though. Not a fish shop. Which is another context, like differences between chicken shop and fish and chip shop. Yeah, usually I wouldn't get mm. chicken salt with fish, but I'd get chicken salt with chicken and chips or a burger. I would go chicken salt with fish. Seems like, I go I go chicken salt with literally everything I eat. Yeah. But That's if true. I go to a fish and chip shop, I'll usually get a burger instead of fish. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> the important important <laughs> subject. Uh, oh. This is this is what you're all here for. Um, <laughs> it's definitely what we're here for, just to mm. talk about that. Um, Lewis. Mm. I want to be specific and be like, tell us about yourself. But I want to be like, I think that was, I think the chip shop thing was specific enough. Yeah. Um, we've, <laughs> we've known each other for quite a while now, Lewis. When did we meet? Probably seven or eight. One yeah. of the two. You were hanging out with Luke at the time, right? I was, Then yeah, yes. I probably would have met you when you were seven. Yeah, okay. So it was, it was we started high school, we're in year seven, we're a group of friends. And then Luke meets you in- English. English. Because our teacher was like trying to get us to mingle- yeah. And I didn't want to talk to anyone. And I just happened to be sitting next to Luke and he saw me reading a Halo book and he was like, oh, I like Halo. And that, that was literally it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we became friends. To be honest, like one of my f- oldest friends from primary school, first day of kindergarten, we walked into kindergarten together and I just walked up and they said, you need to make friends today. And I walked up to him and said, do you want to be my friend? And he was like, <laughs> yes. And we've been friends ever since. <laughs> that it's is so, so good. It's like that one decision. Dictated so much of my life. Change your life. That's outrageous. <laughs> That's how you, you make friends, guys. Do you want to be my friend? Apparently it works. I think the oldest friend I have is from year four, and it's actually David. Is it? Yep. Whoa. My oldest friend. That's amazing. I would love to get David on the podcast at one point. <laughs> he would He would not enjoy that. No, he would not. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, so we've known each other for, for quite a while now, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to high school together, which is also very cool. Um, I don't, I, my, I don't think I have any of my oldest friends left. Which is really <laughs> they've, all, all, they've all moved on. They've all moved on. I don't know. I just don't like. I had a bunch of guys. What that mean, I like was, all your friends were in primary school. Yeah, but like, I don't think I started this group of friends until like year. Wait, Luke and stuff. Yeah, they're like year four. Oh, okay. I think, um, which is like quite a while. But the mates that I had before that. I think I've, like, yeah, right. I'm not as close. I'm not as close with anymore, which is real sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how many friends you lose. In saying that, like, uh, I've got uh, <laughs> so not, bleak. Not, not to death, <laughs> <laughs> just to other circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about death. <laughs> or just people moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like year four, I think year four is a pretty good amount of time. Yeah. Like that was quite a while ago. Yeah. But um, <laughs> goodness, how do we recover from this? <laughs> um, something we <laughs> like. Ethan's I given up. I'm so sorry, Braden. Take the take the take the reins. Take the wheel. Take the wheel. <laughs> so you guys have been friends for ages. Yes, <laughs> I've been friends with Lewis. I don't know. Less long, more since <laughs> less long. Wow, blah, blah, blah. Mo- more since post high school. I would say. Again, we were discussing in the last podcast. Mm, I yeah. can't remember if I youth led you. If yeah. I did, it wasn't for very long. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it would have been did. the end. Would have been the end. 
Yeah. I think. I think the first time I really got to know you was on the last week away I went on. That's when I kind of started to get to know you. I remember being like shook because we'd, I'd known, a, like we'd been around each other for a while, but I remember being shook when I was at Miranda Fair at JB Hi-Fi and me and Beck, my wife, were walking in JB Hi-Fi and you actually came over to us and said hello. And that was when, like, I would say you've changed a lot in the last <laughs> couple of years, Lewis, <laughs> but that was like, oh my gosh, like it, you were very... In- like introverted, I would say, in mm. certain contexts. <laughs> but yeah, that was like a mind-blowing experience <laughs> wow. when you went out of your way to say hello to me and my See, wife. See, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> See, <laughs> I remember that really clearly and I wasn't there because Brayden was like, Ethan, you you will never, you will never guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Lewis. I also remember seeing Reeves and Ange in JB Hi-Fi once. Maybe I'm just getting the two like, mixed <laughs> up, I don't know. That's amazing. JB Hi-Fi. JB Hi-Fi. It's where friendships are made. <laughs> so yeah, we've got we got all you gonna all you need to do at JB Hi-Fi guys is say, do you want to be my friend? Yeah. Um, Preferably to a married couple. <laughs> no, yeah. You might miss more than you hit, but, <laughs> but it's worth the shot. But you're doubling your chances. Exactly. Yeah, if you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's the only snippet we'll we'll put on. Social media is just that line. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Gretzky, RIP, even though he's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> Gautier, RIP. Oh. <laughs> Can't believe he's gone. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, Brayden alluded- starts now. Yeah, now, we, now we're going to be in. We're, we're going to begin Everything now. else will get cut uh, out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> um, so, Lewis, you, it was mentioned that you have changed a lot in the last little while. So um, I'm told. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been very, as someone who has been friends with you for quite a while, I have noticed it. Um, <laughs> and Braden noticed it by not getting to know you until- JB Hi-Fi. Like, <laughs> until JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, we have been chatting to each other each time a new person comes on the show uh, and we ask them how they became Christians. And mm. so we want to ask you the same thing. How do yeah. you become a Christian, Lewis? Well, uh, I have no- Christian background. So none of my family is really Christian. Like some of my grandparents on my mom's sides are baptized Catholic, but you know, like they don't, I don't know if, if they've been to church like the past 20 years. So um, mom's adamant that she's Catholic. Okay. Um, every time I tell her she's not a Christian, she gets offended. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have no real background with Christianity. Mom's side was just pretty much indifferent, uh, indifferent towards it. And mm-hmm. dad's side was usually iffy or against it outright. Um, and I had pretty much no Christian influence in my life until I met uh, the, the boys in high school through Luke. Um, Cause I think everyone was going to youth group at that point. Yep. But I oh, went, actually we weren't yet, but yeah, we will. Cause I only went to youth group mm. later when like in year nine or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think already leading up to that, I think you were already um, pretty openly Christian. Cause I do have very early memories of like, arguing with you and making fun of you oh, yeah. <laughs> for being a Christian <laughs> in high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Something that only brought us closer <coughs> together, Lewis. Yeah, of course. Um, and then I started going the, to youth group in year nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was sick because that was just like cool place to hang out, obviously. I, I don't think I thought much of the talks initially. Um, I, you know, I was probably just a hangout, didn't yeah. care too much. But over time, I think, as I kind of... Um, got older, um, started to interest me more past just making fun of Ethan mm. and other people on the internet. 
Um, <laughs> and had like really good conversations with you, Stuart, um, Jared, like pretty much everyone actually, all the leaders and stuff here, um, had really good discussions and um, high school ended, wasn't a Christian. Um, three years after high school became a Christian um, after kind of, you know, not going to church or uh, for a while, um, started going to Bible study with you guys. That was the first. That mm-hmm. only happened like when I was 20, I think. Yeah. Maybe 19. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I, don't, I, don't I could probably check actually. I have this. Um, so there was a, there was a point post high school where I got invited to the Bible study that we're in now. And a little while into that, I set a reminder on my phone every week uh, <laughs> oh, yes. to ask like a certain number of boys, like it was just a list of dudes yeah. uh, to come to Bible study. And you were on that list. And yeah. I still get that reminder every Tuesday because yeah. there's still some people that aren't at Bible study yet. <laughs> yeah, for so often after Bible study, yeah. uh, Ethan and I would be chatting and the reminder would come up, invite yeah. us to Bible study. Yeah. It's just like, you did it, don't worry. <laughs> um, I think you pretty much got everyone on that list, didn't you? I didn't, there's, there's, still, there's still one left. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, one day. You one know day. who you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Um, how I became a Christian? Yeah. Um, you want to talk us through some of the thought process? Yeah, because um, it wasn't. Exa- it wasn't. It wasn't a. It was pretty slow. Yeah, it wasn't. There wasn't well, a moment. Maybe before we say. get to that. Okay. How was youth group? Yeah, that's true. Let's do that. Youth group was so good um, because essentially my entire schooling experience was I hate school. I don't want to be there. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to hide with my friend group. Yeah. And I'm, I, like, I just want to be invisible. Like I don't mm. want anyone to see me. Um, I hate it. And I tried doing, my dad made me do like nippers and soccer. Um, and I did scouts at one point and I did really? Taekwondo at one point, like what? growing up, like very, very young. Mind <laughs> yeah. Me. Okay. All, all prior to high school. And I hated everything. So I think by high school, my parents are like, if he just finishes, that's fine. Like, <laughs> like we're not even, we're not going to try to do anything anymore. Yeah. Um, and I hated all of those things. I was yeah. super uncomfortable, um, just hated it, honestly. Um, and I went to youth group and I was just like, we just did really fun things every week. And I think yeah. that the most um, biggest culture shock, I suppose, was just chatting with people who are older than me. Mm. I think I distinctly remember like first time we did um, youth group, like I know Jared Spring and I were just chatting on the couch, just talking about like the Beatles or something. And like he was, I mean, how much older is he than us? 10. 10 years older? 10 years older. Yeah, so he would have been like mid-20s and I would have been yeah. like 15. Yeah, it's like, fully. Yeah. Don't, I can't even recall a time I'd spoken to someone that old. That old? <laughs> well, sorry, yeah, ever, ever. Sorry, um, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. Um, well, like outside of family, you know hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. On my own accord, I suppose. And um, yeah. it was just like so sick. Um, and I think I think my mum's told me this as well, but she she thinks... And I think so too. Like having like older um, people in my life as influencers was good. Yeah. Uh, because like pretty much the only people I hung out with were boys my age mm. who are, you know, teenage boys are particularly self-destructive and <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> Thus far, every episode we've <laughs> I've been on recording has that, that a similar sentence has been Oh, said. really? <laughs> That's the running theme. Yeah. <laughs> Setting a great example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it was. I, I think by the time I finished high school, I was r- like seemingly more mellowed out than I was. Mm. I mean, it took a while though to get chill. Yeah. I wasn't chill for a while. Um, but no, it was so good. You threw it. It was the best. I was actually so gutted when it ended. Yeah. Like mm. legitimately gutted. I was like, this sucks. 
Um, mm. Like people get that usually when they finish high school, it seems. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've lost my friends forever. When high school ended, I was like, oh, I don't care. I'll go to church. But like yeah. when youth group ended, I'm like, I can go to church, but youth group's over. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how much I liked it. That's super interesting. We did this thing. The lettuce, the lettuce thing was... We did that for us, right? Yeah, we yeah we did this thing where um, to end youth, we were like, oh. Um, do you still do it? We've done it a few times after, but it's never had the same effect as this time because yeah. this time we we said uh, like it was it was all this big moment, da, 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 and it ended with Jared going, "All right, um, let us pray," and as he said, "Let us." people brought in like and started chucking lettuce, <laughs> like actual lettuce at us. But the problem, like the thing they did was they kept the core of the lettuce yeah. in it. And so it ended up being like, I reckon 20 minutes of us just pegging these like really solid yeah. bits of lettuce at each other. It was, yeah. a, it was a good time. It was, it was, it was not a dangerous sad at all day, in comparison was, to yeah. <laughs> oh, no. like anything else. No, no, no. But, Pretty sure um, they were just leaves when like, when I, Issues. Well, I think that's that, the original plan. Yeah, you normally decor them, at least yeah. cut the bottom off. Ah. Yeah, and you just like, and you just chuck it over <laughs> them, and it's like, ha ha, uh, we've had lettuce thrown on us. Like, it's funny, but yeah, yeah this became this, this like really aggressive chucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, people like Jacob and John, I were probably pelting oh. them as hard as they and, could. And like, Luke, Luke was yeah. a huge culprit. And Luke deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> so you said the like, and I think the boys will get a, a mm. lot of mentions in this podcast. Yes. But I think. <laughs> Shout and out. for good reason. But like, mm. I'm just wondering how um, you said that like school was very much just waiting for it to be over and just happy. Mm. How much do you reckon the boys had an impact on you during that high school period? Just generally? Yeah, just generally. Like how, how do you find that experience? I think um, early high school, um, I think early high school, your you feel fairly kind of vulnerable as a year seven, like mm, growing heaps. up, um, going from being big dog to being surrounded by, you know, year 12s who literally double your height. Um, it's pretty <laughs> horrifying. And so I feel like up in like up until like year 11 and 12, like I didn't really feel, uh, you know, I was, I was pretty obedient towards the teachers usually. Um, like I wasn't <laughs> playing up that much, at least as much as I was in primary school. So I chilled out yeah. heaps then. But like the boys and I would like annoy teachers and stuff like that. But it was up until like year 11 and 12 when you start getting free periods yeah. and the teachers trust you more. Like I was pretty much dogging classes, I'd say like every day it felt like. Mm. Um, you know, I would go home to like just cook food or something during class or like, you know, I just would come. You did like, live incredibly close. I, yeah, I, I do live across the road from my <laughs> high school. Um, and yeah, and honestly, I think for like, because I had no investment in um, studying or anything. Yeah. I mean, like the, the main reason I kept going back was to see my friends. Mm, um, yeah. If I didn't have my friends, I probably would have just like dropped out or something. Yeah. Um, I actually have a good friend who had a like very similar experience growing up in high school, um, mm. like hated being there. And he, he didn't have um, like a solid friend group. Mm. And so, you know, we kind of both reached the same point. But when I kept going back for my friends, he dropped out because yeah. he had nothing there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really lucky to have that because- you know, I did, you know, learn a little bit at school, you know, yeah. <laughs> even though I didn't try that much. But obviously the, the experiences you have at school with mm. the people there, like that's yeah. the most, I feel like that's the most important thing you take from school in terms of life skills and just life in general. 100%. Um, yeah. So I'm very glad that was grounded by my friends. Yeah. That's interesting. How would you describe the culture that your friend, if you had to describe <sighs> your friendship group in high school <laughs> in a sentence? 
I, I would just while 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 Lewis thinks of his sentence. Oh, okay. Well, while he thinks of his word, I just <laughs> want to encourage everybody to watch this episode on YouTube. Um, purely because I think that expression that Lewis just <laughs> made is going to happen quite often. So I would recommend. I I want to say toxic, but <laughs> I I think yeah. I think toxic's unfair. Because yeah. I, I think when I when I say toxic, I think of like people, you know, talking behind each other's backs mm. and yeah. doing mean things. But our group was maybe vile is a better word <laughs> in the sense that like we like it, it really is funny looking back on it now. But like we actually were worse to each other than we were to like strangers or like people we didn't like. Yeah. Um, mm. Like the roasting culture of that group oh, yeah. was just like brutal. It was like. Yeah. Like we were just making people cry some weeks. Yeah. And like, we just saw no issue with it. Cause that was just what we did. Like we yeah. just roasted each other and it was just crap. Um, and then like later in high school, it did chill out. I think pretty considerably late high school. Yeah. Comparatively. Comparatively. Yes. Like it was bad yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, but yeah. it got, I reckon, it was, I reckon it was at its worst. Maybe year nine. Year seven to 10 was yeah, just Year seven like to peak. 10 was just, that was just yeah. evil. Yeah. Um, so that was really bad. We, I think we mellowed out a lot. And I think some of the group um, diversified a bit and a bit. broke away. Yeah. Um, and I think people just felt a bit more comfortable with themselves and stuff yeah. towards the end of high school. Um, and by the end of it, like we were pretty chill. Like honestly, yeah. I think everyone was hanging out at church or at a youth group like yeah. every week. Pretty, yeah. I think our friend group was probably, you know, all things considered probably way tighter than a lot of other groups in our year. Heaps. Um, mm. And I think the church and the youth group played a huge part in that. Because mm. even like the non-Christian guys, um, oh, yeah. then um, like would always go, you know mm. what I mean? Me included, right? Yeah, yeah, fully. And no one else had that. Like oh. there was nothing else. Like you, there might've been a soccer team or yeah. dance or something, but like, no. It was interesting. It was interesting because our, our friendship group kind of was in two kind of sections, mm -hmm. um, which hilariously was divided by the group chats we were in. Um, <laughs> and the, oh. well, there's the the- Mad Men and Banter, Banter were the yeah, two okay. kind of yeah. friendship groups within this big friendship group. <laughs> and um, With some overlaps. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the but I think I was the only one- people in, like you in both. I was, yeah. I was the only one in both. Um, <laughs> no, Luke. Peace. Oh, Luke, no, Luke, Luke wasn't, wasn't there, in Mad Men. True, true, true. Um, Peacemaker. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> um, Ain't that the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I was the only one in both, which is wild. But it means it It was interesting to see there were there were boys in- in banter that were that when school ended and there was a bunch of us going to church from both madmen and banter mm. a bunch mm. of the boys were going to church and the boys that were going to church were less like oh we need to do something every weekend and like oh we're really sad at everyone for not doing something every weekend mm. because they were seeing we were seeing each other mm. all the time and it was like whatever but yeah. everyone else was like oh we don't see each other anymore and it's, yeah. it's a huge bummer and it's really sad and we're all and like they're all, it's all fine now. But like it was just this moment of, we need to do stuff all the time. Yeah. And there's a little bit of anger if if it's yeah. not happening. So like yeah. you said, the the only reason you were kind of coming back to school and still invested was the friendship group. Mm. And then it gets to year twelve, you don't have to go to school anymore. Like, what was that like? Post year twelve or like yeah. during HSC. Uh, like just it's that's finished that part of your life yeah. high school is finished yeah well How i had did a, you find that had a fair amount of dread leading up to that day yeah. you know the the persona i kind of gave off was like oh, hsc who i don't care yeah. like you kind of thing yeah. um 
And that was a, that was, like, I actually, like, I didn't really care, but also I didn't care because like, I had no idea what yeah. was going to happen kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was more ambivalence rather than kind of like, a, like a confident, I don't care. Yeah. It was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so post year 12, that was like, I think for a lot of people it sucks. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think anyone enjoys post year 12. Like that is usually pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, funnily enough, we studied, um, what was the unit in English surrounding the Shawshank Redemption? We looked at like- um, I, I was in advanced. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's gonna leave this back yeah, here. This, this anecdote's not gonna work, I'm moving on. Um, but yeah, post year 12, um, I had like nothing on because yeah. mum was like, oh, like just have a break before you, you know, start studying again or something. Um, because like she didn't want me to just go rush into another course mm. and not care, which I eventually did, but she was yeah. like, don't do that. Um, and I wasn't working um, and you know, she kind of was like, maybe you should get a job. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, so I had nothing on yeah. and youth group was over. Mm. And most people were studying pretty mm -hmm. much immediately after high school. Yep. So immediately like a lot of people I saw regularly were gone. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people I didn't see regularly <clears throat> now became available. So I kind of um, started seeing different people. Mm. Um, so like that banter group you mm. talked about who I didn't really, you know, see in high school, I was now starting to hang out with more like parties and stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, and I had like another little group who was like also kind of of the party persuasion, but they were never like, they weren't like the go to vinyl room, sink a case of beer, like every night kind of thing for our American, uh, um, listeners, which we have many um, of, which we have many of yeah. uh, 50, 50 baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, and I think the 50-50 was because Apple wanted to make sure that it was a legit <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, no, um, because of the, for our American listeners, vinyl is just a club. It's a real, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's like gross. a, it's probably the smallest nightclub I've ever been to. And saying that I haven't been to many. It's pretty um, gross. Yeah. 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 Um, that, that wasn't meant to be a diss on the boys who were going no, to vinyl no, 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 because no, no. I was, you know, with them, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just giving context for- Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, I yeah of course. Roast anyone. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, post high school, I was like in a pretty bad place, like gray area. I was like, I don't know where I'm going. Mm. I feel like I've lost kind of uh, a lot of stability in my life. Um, and I'm like now hanging out with like a party culture with like uh, drinking and stuff involved, which obviously just like doesn't help at all. Mm. Um, and yeah, things got pretty bad. What was the question again? I feel like oh, I'm I was just, just wondering how you handled that. Like, mm. I oh, think sorry. I definitely had like, I, I think that was like the most stressed out I've ever been. Like Post during, high school? Yeah. Well, I actually, I didn't really realize how stressed I was until I got like physically ill for like two months. Oh, just, just how completely, bad it was. was ill for like months and months. Yeah. Wow. It was super really? sick. In between like high school ending and uni starting. Because oh. I just, I don't know. I think I'd like, I didn't love high school. Again, I had a really good group of friends. So mm. I think I really, um, I was going to miss that. But I think I just, I I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm. And I think that's what stressed me out. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find that post high school kind of like HSEs over... Like, what do we do now kind of vibe? I, it was, it was I didn't go straight to uni. Um, yeah. I did a, a youth works program called Year 13, 
which was a gap so year, um, which was actually really helpful for me. Yeah. Because uh, it actually, it threw me in instantly, like really quickly with yeah. all these Christians that were my age. Yeah. And which is something that you had not. I had never experienced that in my life. Yeah. Um, I had been to like big camps and stuff, but only for like a few days at a time, never yeah. for. Well, just, just to clarify, Ethan, did you have many Christian friends in high school? No. Yeah. No. I was thrown into this group of people who were way more or as hardcore about and stoked on Jesus as I was, which yeah. was like a, a real shock to the system, actually. Yeah. It was a real like, oh my gosh, this is super weird. And I actually, yeah. um, I did it with a few mates uh, from, I did it with a mate from school uh, who, uh, and I did it with a mate who. Um, who from school? Uh, James Mackay. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. I did it with James. I did it with Jono. When I came out of it at the end, it wasn't until the end of that program that yeah. I felt this kind of stuff. But what it was, was oh, I'm actually really ready to go and talk to non-Christians. Yeah. Uh, that's what I kind of well, learned so from that year. You had so already. Yeah. Well, yeah. I learned from that year being like, I like this, these are great and I love all of these people. Yeah. And it was an incredible time. And well, it I is learned a, so it's much. It's a culture shock. It's Huge something you haven't been used to. Like yeah. I didn't get that culture shock until this year. <clears throat> when I was go. 25 going to Bible college. I'm yep. like, what? I'm like surrounded by Christian things all the time. Yeah. People are praying all the time. It's like, it's what crazy. is going on? Like, it's it's yeah. it's such a different... And it's great, it is. but it's, it's different. It's so good. It's so different though. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I came out of that difference at the very end of that being like, that was really beautiful and that was really cool and I really loved it. But I do really, really want to go talk to some non-Christians, mm. yeah. um, which was really cool. I think I I played soccer that year, which was really, gr- really good because every, like every week for a whole season, I was hanging out with the boys from school still yeah. um, on the weekends and... And if I wasn't, and that was with half the boys and the other half of the boys I was going to church with already. So like, yeah. so that was really helpful. Um, I think without those two things, mm. I would have been a bit, I don't know. I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. Yeah. The, the, the out of high school experience. Yeah. Um, Cause I was still seeing my mates. Um, but yeah, that culture shock was super whack. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was really cool though. You had so many different groups trying to like have you in them yeah. all at once. Yeah. There was a lot of people vying for my attention. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just that cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> very popular. So cool. Uh, no, it was yeah, it was I don't know, I think it's really interesting um getting you you end up you end up getting pulled from a lot of directions yeah. when you finish high school. Uh, I think whether you're as popular as me or um <laughs> or no, not really, but I think no, well, no matter what you do, because you go into people go into uni, or they go to TAFE, or they go to work, or they go to Both. or they go to church, or they go to, and, and what you end up doing yeah. is you end up actually creating friendship groups all mm. over the place, mm. and um, you've got your. That's why people talk about they have their uni friends and they have their work friends and they have yeah. their church friends, mm. and people separate those. Yeah. And once you've separated those, they kind of all. And then if you get a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a whatever. Yeah. Um, depending on who you're, who's listening, but you know what I mean? Like it, you get a partner yeah. and they're also vying for your attention. Then there's also family and there's also like, yeah. and then there's, um, if you're doing ministry as well, like that's like, it all ends up, there's a lot happening all of a sudden, as soon as you mm. finish year 12, because you've just been stuck with the same people every day Yeah, for 12 years. 12 years. You were stuck in a routine. Yeah. 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 So and it was, and it was great. Like it was a really good routine, Yeah, mm. but it or meant you, that you had You this, go from- Absolute routine five yeah. days a week 100%. to nothing. Fully. Yeah. Like, and it's all in your hands too, yeah, exactly. which is the mm. most scary part. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, so you've got this, so you've got this, all right, you're now both alone and with more people than you've ever been with mm. yeah, at the exactly. same time. It's crazy. Which is very, very, very wild. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that was one of the things I struggled with heaps was trying to juggle all the different things I was doing. Yeah. I think yeah. that's something I still haven't figured out yet, but mm. yeah. That's yeah. life. Yeah. I think yeah. everyone, everyone seems to have similar experiences. My mum always tells me that similar stuff happened to her post high school, different friend groups. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, oh, I just had something. I forgot it. Oh. It's gone. How'd you go? Did you, how do you go with that, with that particular juggling thing? Um, I think at that point, so how old? 18. Mm. Soul Revival hadn't come into existence yet, or maybe had just, but was still just the original 30 people. Mm. And, um, yeah, so like I had a friendship group, but I couldn't hang out with them for church. Yep. So I just didn't go to church. Like uh, we were at Gomi for a while and then something happened and a whole bunch of my friendship group literally from one week to the next went from like 20 of us to two of us. Yep. Mm. Um, and then it was kind of like, well, we didn't keep going there. So I was in a band with five of my best mates as well from high school. So we just gave that a crack and like I went to uni and – did a creative arts degree just kind of I think just because it was what I could do I feel mm. like I feel like I just did it because it was like oh that's that's just like something that I'm interested in and it means that I don't have to decide what I want to do right now so it was kind of like that I think that's like I don't regret doing that degree but I also because of the things like it gave me time to figure out stuff but at the same time like I probably could have done more productive things than like half, half past a uni degree, mm. but like, yeah, like, so I was just hanging out with friends, playing a lot of music, like doing whatever uni assignment I needed to do the day before. And like, I think again, I was just delaying having to make bigger decisions, mm. but also mm. at the same time dating my wife. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, it was interesting, but it was, it was fun. Like I enjoyed it, but I think at the same time, you like kind of realize like again like you get involved in the music culture and like like all of a sudden a whole bunch of people are like doing drugs and it's like why are you doing drugs and it's like well like they don't say it like this but they're doing drugs because like they think that's what you need to do to be creative and be a proper musician is to be high or drink a lot and that's what being that's what being creative is about and that's rock like, and roll yeah mm. not even yeah like and you just like yeah, it was just interesting to like kind of just like live in that little world for a little while and realize like, wow, no one's like super happy. <laughs> <laughs> and even the people who are more successful than us but are still around aren't happy either because, mm. yeah. So I think that was – that's definitely something like I grew so much from that. I do kind of – sometimes you just like, oh, that was a waste of time. But in reality it wasn't because I think it taught me a lot of lessons – during that time, like, I think I, I grew heaps, but at the same time, it just, you kind of regret, like, not being able to do other things mm. or doing other things. Mm. Yeah. I found, I found post high school being super formative. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Massively. Yeah. What, what, do, do you reckon, do you reckon you, in that fear and in that worry, Lewis? Year 12? You, like, no, afterwards. Like, oh, yeah. That, that, like, and, and that, and that oh, I've lost all my mates. Like not yeah. lost all my mates, but you know what I mean. Like you, you were, you were yeah. describing that yeah. that difference 
um, in that, how do you reckon that not formed you, but how did, how did you think, how do you think you responded to yeah. all of that afterwards? Yeah. Well, I mean, Braden, you touched on like your experiences with your like kind of playing in bands and going yeah. to, you know, gigs and stuff and seeing that culture. Yeah. Um, that's heavily influenced by drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of, I was pretty hard, like, oh, I'm never going to drink or do drugs, like growing up. Mm. Um, I don't even know how I came to that point. I think just like Healthy Harold must have <laughs> said something. I don't know. That resonated. Um, well, for our American listeners, that's, Surely a, that's, they know. that's a giraffe in a van telling <laughs> us about drugs. Yeah, vegetables. <laughs> I think he's Don't do now. drugs, I don't, kids. I don't think they do it anymore. No, I was told the other day that they do. Yeah, <sighs> so good. By it, by it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I started <laughs> I going to, to parties and stuff. Um, and like the, there were so many like, particular nights and moments mm. that kind of accumulated in like the, the the takeaway I suppose of that period but like I just distinctly remember particular nights where you know a few of us would get together to like drink before a party mm. and it's like like the, co- the conversations were like stale it was like small talk and, you know these yeah. are some people I've known all of high school mm. um, but they're like the relationships at least in my experience deteriorated so much yeah, when you all you could do was party, party, party because your most of your conversations are had like you know plastered or like in yeah. the context of a party environment. And it was like the moment I was seeing these people, I was like, oh, I don't like I've, I'm not comfortable. I can't even have a conversation. Yeah. Um. And so I feel like I, I was like missing that kind of intimacy I had found at youth group. Yeah. Um. And also, just like, um. I don't know if it's, I assume like obviously people do dumb things drinking, but like yeah. I think my my little squad of people who went out drinking were particularly stupid um, <laughs> in, in, in certain ways. Yeah. Um, and I just remember it was just like every week it felt like it was, you know, someone had done something stupid or embarrassing, mm. you know, like someone posted something online that they didn't want to or someone had like injured themselves or like someone hooked up with, you know what I mean? It yeah. was just like this every week. I was just like, man, like, no, and, and obviously, like that, that was me too. I'm not saying like I was this like uh, person just observing it. Like I was part of it, right? Yeah. Um, but also, just like it felt like every time I was at a nightclub or a party, you know, th- there was always someone crying. Yeah. I don't know mm. if you guys had that experience at a party, but like every time I went out drinking, there was always someone crying. Um, guy or girl, it didn't matter. Like there was always yeah. someone crying. Um, and many times, you know, that was me or that was my friends as well. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, why are we, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. it seems so dumb in retrospect, but at the time mm. it's just like, that's your whole world. Yeah, that's world. your whole world. That's what you're doing. That's just normal. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I could stop going to the parties, but that's, you know, that's all I have. Um, yeah. And so you keep going and um, yeah, it was just like, I don't know. It felt fake after a while. Like, you know, you would just drink keeps to feel comfortable Yeah. Um, around people who also didn't feel comfortable and you would have yeah. conversations about nothing that you don't even remember. Yeah. And then no one there's actually happy and you go home, you feel like crap for the next like three days. Yeah. Do it again. And then you get like really psyched for the next time. And it's just yeah. like, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. It sucked. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was very fun initially. Yeah. Like when you're young, it's like, ooh, like like alcohol. Ooh, and it's like lots of fun. But like, I don't know. Yeah. At least in my experience, it grew stale super yeah. quick. And like the repercussions were like almost immediate. Like I was getting sick more often. Um, you know, I, I felt like my relationships were getting worse, particularly yeah. at home with my mom. Um, I was spending heaps of money on alcohol, yeah. which I didn't have. Um, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. So you like, 
you came to church for a long time before you became mm-hmm. a Christian. And like that's kind of an interesting concept, I think, for especially for a lot of people who view church just as where you come to maybe worship God for an hour or yeah, get mm. get your God fix for an hour on a Sunday and then yeah. leave. Maybe is how some people view it. Like what why like why did you come to church for years mm. if you didn't believe in God? Um well for starters, I had my high school friends who were there. So I was yeah. like, oh, my high school friends. And then I had, yeah, yeah. through them, I had, I went to youth. Then I met the youth leaders who are now my friends as well. Yeah. So I, it was basically like, oh, my friends are there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, later in life, I started getting more curious. So it's now like, you know, I was listening to the talks a little more intently. We were having mm-hmm. like bigger and kind of more deep conversations. So, you know, I had a lot of reasons. I was always interested. I was always looking, Yeah. Um, you know, in that time, you know, like that leading up to post high school of like, what is happening? Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know what anything is. Um, it wasn't just like a, oh, I don't, you know, I think a lot of people, they they dread having to look for work because it's like, oh, that's the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah. Um, but I suppose I am lucky in a sense and maybe unlucky depending on how you look at it. But like from a very young age, I was always like, uh, maybe skeptical of like reality. I remember yeah. having a conversation with my dad. I was like, well, how do you know like anything's real? And getting mad at him. And he was like, what do you mean? It just <laughs> is. <laughs> I was like, how do you know? Um, how old were you? Probably primary school. <laughs> like, um, We all live in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, yeah. I was always thinking about that sort of thing. And so when people were asking me, you know, you have to think about your career. It's the rest of your life. I was like, well, mm. is my life even worth anything? Like yeah. I couldn't even like find a reason to, to live at that point. Because I was like, oh, you know, I might have like good family, like wealthy, kind of, well, not wealthy, but you know, like I'm not poor. I yeah. have money. I can buy things. I can do things I want. Yeah. Um, had a girlfriend at the time for like six years. So I pretty much had like everything society tells you you want. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I was just like, oh, but like, I don't care. I don't know. Yeah. It, it doesn't fulfill you. It doesn't give you that thing. And I think yeah. a lot of people might get by in life satisfied with those things, um, which is unfortunate obvious reasons because then you probably don't look for god um yeah but for ages i was like looking for that thing but i was like oh but god's crap so Mm. so i was left with like this oh god's crap but i also really need god Mm. and so i was in between and i was like um suffering (laughs) (laughs) um i forgot the question again i'm rambling that's no it's good it's nice good it's no rambling do you think um talking about those those things that you already had that mm. you were saying people were potentially already satisfied with. Mm. Do you reckon people are satisfied with them or do you think they're satisfied with the pursuit of them? Um, probably both. I think, um, well, it's funny. I mean, like like so many things you can look at the Bible and it's like, oh, it's there being talked about. I mean, you look at like the history of sort of Israel's relationship with God in the Old Testament. It's mm. always, um, you know, oh, life is so crap. And then God's like, don't worry, I got you. Raises them up. And then they have like this period of like just being epic and whatever. Yeah. And then they get tired and they're like, oh, whatever, God, you suck. And it just keeps repeating over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, right? Mm. Um, yeah. like, like civilizations come and go and people are always striving for something like, you know, like people keep mm. on living. So clearly like the pursuit is 
there. And heaps of people like post-retirement or post, you know, a big holiday, you know, always talk about like the next mm. holiday. The next holiday or like, you know, the depression that follows because it's mm. over. Yeah. So I think, yeah, probably the pursuit. I think it's almost probably more the, the distraction rather than the actual thing itself. Mm. But I think at that, you know, at the core of it, when people are like, oh, I'm looking for money, I'm looking for the next holiday or my future wife or whatever, it's, um, it's not, I feel like it's not those things so much as it is the, the goal of some sort of satisfaction or happiness behind it in a way. I don't think people actually really like, I think when someone says, oh, I want like a wife, kids and house, mm. it's not like they don't just want those things in a vacuum. You know, they want the hypothetical happiness and mm. satisfaction yeah. that it will bring. Yeah. Um, but when they find, when they get those things, I think a lot of people, most, I, th I assume most people at some point at least think to themselves, oh, like where is the happiness and satisfaction I was promised? You know what I mean? And and at least and I think I think the reason I asked the question because was because I think while you were talking, I think I got there in my brain, as just like I was thinking through stuff and I was like, do you do you reckon I was thinking about maybe the idea that you get to this point of satisfaction where you've got everything, mm. and you go oh, I actually need something else to make it more like to get that happiness mm. right like I need to get the right. Like I need to get the right girl or I need to get the right jet ski or I need, like it gets to a point where it is, it's about the right jet ski rather than about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, could you have potentially just gone, well, I've got everything and actually I've realized that everything doesn't matter rather than I've got everything and okay, now I need to pursue the next thing. So you're asking me, could I? Like, do you think, do you think that's potentially oh, like people part could of do what that. happened? Like, or do you reckon that's the thing that people do? Um, it's not a very well formed question. It was more of a thought that I then that I that I. I mean, said, if people want to hear me make very vague and broad generalizations about <laughs> humanity for a podcast, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to keep going. But um, I don't know. I think I think uh, from you know stuff I've read, it seems like the uh, I guess I guess nihilism seems to be a pretty common thing. So I think a lot of people have thoughts or feelings of nihilism. Um, like a lot of big thinkers are, are of like the kind of nihilistic, you know, mm -hmm. um, persuasion. So it seems like everyone is at least faced with these ideas. Like, you know, what if my ex thing, you know, isn't, isn't forever or won't mm. make me happy. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I had a conversation with someone recently when I was kind of explaining this to them. Mm. I was like, oh, I just had all this stuff and this was my life and I wasn't satisfied with it because, it, you know, I, I thought it wouldn't last and, that it ultimately had zero meaning. Um, and he like just couldn't understand what I was saying. He was like, oh, but like things could potentially have value just in the moment, just because they exist. Mm. Um, and like, that was like, that was his persuasion. Um, he had more to say about it obviously, but I was like, I could not yeah. fathom that. Um, and I know, maybe like some, I don't know, just some people see it differently, I suppose. Yeah. But from a really young age, I was, I've always thought like, if, if like there is nothing after I die, then like, then I can't really justify anything I do. Yeah. Um, something something we've talked about. Sorry, Braden, if you had a thought. No, no? Fine. Something we've talked about, and I really like this term, mm. um, and it is a generalised view of humanity, <laughs> but let's talk about it anyway. Um, we talked for a while about how a huge percentage of people um, are what, what, what we've coined or you coined, you coined. It was we. As, it was we. Uh, as denialists, um, which I love. Do you want to unpack that a little? The denialist, if I'm 
correct, is a person who in all the kind of thoughts and beliefs is a nihilist, but denies themselves as a nihilist. So it's like, oh, <laughs> so it's like they, they would say like, oh, you know, X um, political stance is so bad. How could you do that? That is evil. But then they would also say, oh, nothing matters. Everything's relative. And like, so it's like, you know what I mean? Like they mm. have these polar opposite kind of beliefs. Yeah. Um, or it's like, you know, oh, like life matters and I love everything, but also like I'm going to drink heaps and like I don't care if I overdose or something because, you know, there's nothing after death anyways. Mm. Like it's just these polar opposite things that shouldn't be together, but they are somehow. Yeah. I think it seems more common than- Yeah. And I, I think that's, a, I think once we had like, we chatted about it, we chatted about this ages ago, um, but I was like, this is such a huge thing, uh, especially where we live. Like I think- Is it? I think so. I think in I think the the Sutherland Shire in Sydney, Australia, and is that bad to give that many details? Um, it's not like people can search up soul revival. That's true. That's true. It's there's true. there's there's no way they can figure it out. Yeah, come to our church, guys. Um, you know where and it is. Houses. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the like I just yeah I I think it's I think it's a thing that's really maybe do you, do you think not that it's not prevalent. I mean, it is. I, I, I don't know if the Shire particularly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe. I think um, people want to care about things. Yeah. Yeah. But they also don't necessarily want to look for the answers of the big things. Mm. And I think I think what I mean by it being prevalent here is because I think the other thing that's prevalent here is that um, that lack of spirituality. Yeah. Um, Mixed with consumerism. Mm. So you came along to church for a while, Lewis, as we said, before you became a Christian. What kind of like sparked was there a change there that something or was it just so gradual it it, it was very gradual like yeah. so many questions and things to come to terms with mm. um if i had to like pick a few um maybe pivotal moments um mm. a huge hang up i had for a long time was you know the predestination thing um and you know i couldn't reconcile um, you know, God's truth and goodness with the fact that life is predetermined. Yeah. Um, and so I had to think through that. And I think it was only in realizing um, or maybe rather admitting is a better term that um, <laughs> life with or without God is predetermined in a way is ultimate. I, I would say is predetermined. Yeah. Um, that was the conclusion I came to. So it was no longer a thing of, um, you know, like, I can't believe in God because, you know, predeterminism. It was like, oh, but I believe in predeterminism now. So I guess God, God doesn't matter. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll go with God. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, that was a huge hang up. Um, that's something I'm still figuring out. I think it's like probably a pretty huge question yeah, for I'd a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I don't think I'll ever get the answer, yeah. um, which, which is another thing, actually. Um, Ethan and another friend of ours, Matt, uh, we were reading quite a lot of like Christian books. Mm. Um, for a time, two books in particular were Silence um, and Mere Christianity. Yeah. Um, and in reading those, I just remember we had such good conversations. Um, like I think we literally spoke for maybe like 30 plus hours about oh, Mere Christianity. And easily. Um, <laughs> like we had multiple sessions. So good. Um, but Matt said something that like really resonated with me. And, you know, Matt's like someone I really, he, he's, um, about, uh, he's a bit older than you. So he'd be 31, I think. Um, I'm assuming you're younger than 31. I'm 25. Yeah, so he's older than you. I, I, I'm, I'm correct. Um, 
I always assume you and Jared are the same age. I don't know why. Even though he's seven years older than me. <laughs> it's not that far off. Like, it's the same thing. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I um, particularly respected kind of, um, you know, his takes on things. I thought he was quite a smart person. Well, I mm. think he's a smart person. I'm still friends with him. Um, and he said something along the lines of like, um, once he became a Christian, because neither of us were Christian at the time, yeah. he was just like, oh, once I realized there was no like one solution or one answer, like one like one fact that would just prove it mm. beyond a doubt. I was like, oh, like damn. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people have it have this perception um that or conception that to believe in God, you know, you have to have the facts mm. or something. And that that seems to be a very common thought mm. nowadays. Um well it's that logic idea. Mm. I think peop some people are very logical and that's I wouldn't even say logic. It's just like people generally now, it's like unless the scientist says it's true, then they're like, well, it's not true. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like that, that's just how people determine fact, mm. um, which is like fine, obviously, for things that concern science. But when, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's a huge topic, but <laughs> it's pretty hard to like, you know, explicitly prove or disprove God using science, I feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's yeah. too hot of a take. Um, I think if you're for or against God, like, you you should you would probably come to the conclusion that you can't really use science to prove it or not. Um, they do different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, thinking about that, I was like, oh, it, it was a good and a bad moment because for one, I was like, oh, I don't have to find that one answer anymore. But like, secondly, I was like, oh, but then, like, what? Like, what? What happens now? Mm. Yeah. Um, I was so confused. Um. And it was just. I don't know. I can't particularly remember like if there was like some hang up that I had that was now resolved. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, it's pretty hard to deny like that Jesus existed. Um, and I suppose the, 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 the thing that just clicked was just talking about Bible like over and over with different people who knew about it. And just like, just th there was just something so like sensical and like just, um, just, solid about what it was saying about life and humanity and i was like i've literally like never found anything yeah. like this yeah um and like how many years it's written over and how consistent it is and and also just the things it talks about like yeah. so many it just it confirms so many truths that s seem to be universal like there seems to be no culture that doesn't say you know this like love is life or like love is the pursuit of mm. life um um and you kind of do see that across all different religions and philosophies, but it, it seems to make the most sense in Christianity. Yeah. And I just had a lot of experiences like that, um, you know, with like all my thoughts of nihilism and predeterminism. Yeah. A lot of that seems to be explored in the yeah. Bible as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, everything just made sense. Um, I think more personally, yeah. um, there, I, I was holding on to a lot of things. Mm. I had, you know, I was convinced that I would uh, find, you know, the meaning to life in um, like, I don't know, like perhaps like some sort of pursuit of, I think I was convinced that I could find the meaning to life. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, so many philosophers and stuff do, yeah. Um, yeah. which is how I, you know, ended up getting interested in God. Yeah. But I think, you know, to believe in God is to kind of say, oh, I actually don't have the answers and yeah. like everything's here and actually exists totally outside of me. Yeah. Like, that's not me. And so there is a huge denial of self yeah. in that.
um, which is something I was unconsciously very reluctant to let go of. Mm. Um, I was also, yeah, like I mentioned before, dating someone at the time. Yeah. And I think because uh, I had that huge um, kind of existentialism and whatever in high school, yeah. um, having her was like, I could just like throw everything onto that and just focus on that. Mm. Um, and that was it, you know, like it filled the void, so to speak. Yeah. Um, you know, we mentioned like so many people have like the house or the job mm. or the holiday. Um, yeah. I suppose mine was, pardon me, that relationship, which I think mm. a lot of people have as well, like yeah. relationships yeah. fill that void. And, and it, the relationship ended, um, not for any reason to do with the religion, because that came yeah. like you know, about a year later, but actually losing that, mm. like having that taken yeah. um, was like brutal. It was like definitely one of the hardest things I've experienced. Yeah. Um, to date, I think. Um, but that, if, like if I, if I didn't, if that relationship didn't end, I probably wouldn't have become a Christian mm. um, because so much of my life revolved around that. And so I suppose I actually kind of want to, I should probably take back some of the things I was saying before it actually makes a lot more sense thinking about it, how easy it is to get satisfied with something tangible, something mm. real, yeah. um, because like I literally did it. Um, it just like other things don't make sense to me. Mm. Like I wouldn't be satisfied like with the car or the house yeah. or the, the holiday, but um, but mine was, you know, a relationship. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that's another reason like the Bible makes so much sense because it's, you know, how to have a relationship with God. Yeah. Um, and, you know, being in relationship with God fixes your other relationships in this world and mm. all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I think um, one of the really cool things that, I witnessed while watching you slowly become a Christian was we would have these conversations. I'd drive you home from Bible study and we'd have these conversations in the car for hours. Mm. And there was a few moments where that were in a row, which was hilarious. So like week by <laughs> week by week, I would get home. Being yeah, it kind like, of snowballed. Oh, it was hilarious. So week by week, I would be talking to you and you'd say something that I'd been trying to tell you for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst bit was for me personally, <laughs> was that it the wasn't worst the worst bit was the worst. that you came to the decision or the, the, the realization on your own. And I was like, you were, like you'd say, you'd say something like, oh, Ethan, I had this like, I was reading this book and I had this really cool thought. And I was like, I've been saying this for seven years. And, and if I wasn't saying it, someone else was saying it. And it was, and, and that was actually really humbling for me actually. Cause I had to be like, I, one night I, I was, I went home and I was just like, Lord, yeah, I get it. That was, that was most of the prayer was I, I, that. I think I'm having the exact same experience now yeah with another friend that's amazing uh like just recently like we've had so many conversations mm. um even like so it will devolve into arguments even sometimes so um and like just the other day like as an example he said to me like um um well, like two things both to do with his parents one was like you know we were just chatting and he was like so i was talking to my mom about jesus the other day <laughs> and i was like were like, you what? like what um that's just crazy the fact that he's even thinking about it i'm just like yeah. that's you know and another conversation he had with his dad where he was like, um, you know, if, if, if people obeyed the first commandment, which is to love God, then we wouldn't need the other commandments. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> because, you know, so, like so much of um, his persuasion prior to that was, you know, like the common kind of, um, you know, atheist arguments of like, oh, you know, 
Christianity is dogmatic and it's just law and rules and mm. stuff. But like, like you know, understanding that all that actually stems from a love of God. Mm. It's not just rules. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, like that's like a really profound mm. breakthrough that like you can't 100%. just explain to someone. Like, you know, you have to work through that. Um, yeah. yeah. How have you found church as a Christian compared to church as a non-Christian? It's... Um, the most difficult part is difficult. Is, 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 uh, I I feel like I'm obliged to sing, but I don't really feel comfortable singing. So that's oh. well, actually okay. Funnily enough, I became a Christian, and I think within I want to say like six months or something, I, I yeah. started going to YouthWorks College to study. Yeah. Um, and at the beginning of college, they send you on a intensive trip. Uh, with your class for 10 days, mine got extended to 11 due to flooding. <laughs> so I kind of went from like no Christian life or experience to yeah. spending 11 days with like a group of Christians who had all been Christians for like at least a few years, like minimum, yeah. if not their whole lives. Yeah. Um, and it was just like wild. Um, <laughs> it was probably quite similar to your experience. Yeah. Youth work. I mean, yeah. From um, conversations we've had, it was it was very similar. But also, like, I had the added, like, you've been a Christian. Your I whole had life. been a Christian my whole life, so I was <laughs> yeah. with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I had to figure out heaps of stuff then. But yeah, again, the singing made me super uncomfortable. There. <laughs> like, it seriously made me super uncomfortable. And even for a while, like, it made me like I don't know. It, I found it very unhelpful as a Christian. Yeah. Um. It felt like I don't know. It kind of felt uh, forced or tacky. Or like, I don't know, it felt like I was being made to do something that didn't feel kind of right. Um, I can't mm. really explain it. But, you know, it felt forced, you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of yeah. like, I'm in a small room with everyone and everyone's kind of looking at each other and I feel like I have to sing and I don't feel comfortable singing and because I don't feel comfortable singing. I'm not really singing mm. what the words mean. Mm. Um, but that's something I've kind of adjusted to. I'm just like, I don't sing super loud and just like, you know, just, it's fine. Like, I can yeah. do it now. Um, it's enjoyable, but... Apart from the singing, um, <laughs> I suppose my, my commitment obviously is a lot different. It's not just a turn up to hang out with the boys anymore. It's like, yeah. I know I need to go be there for the community. I, yeah, I suppose my whole relationship to relationships has also changed. Mm. It's, it's far more commitment-based now. Um, try, I'm trying to make more sacrifices than I ever would have prior yeah. to that. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And you like you live with your mum, mm -hmm. who is who you've described as Catholic. Um, she, as she describes herself as, as Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily practicing Catholic is probably the, the <laughs> yeah, way to okay. put it. Um, how have you found, um, yeah, dealing with that? Like, obviously, I I come from non-Christian background, but I was mm. I know I was a Christian for a long time before I moved out and got married. Got married and moved out. But yeah, I'm just wondering how that, how do you find being a Christian in that relationship? Because we talked about it on, I think it was the second podcast. Your family see you at your worst. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how uh, much you try, yeah. they kind of get cop it mm -hmm. either way. How do you find um, wrestling with that? Well, it's it's been good um, yeah. in that mum has very like um, kind of, verbally being like to you know express like 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 i've never seen you 
like so happy or like so confident and passionate about things. That's nice. Um, and I was mm. like, that's that's super cool. Mm. Um, and you know, she's really happy like with what I'm doing, and she's because you know, obviously, I've like had nothing yeah. on my whole life, and now I'm like doing something, and um, so she's like stoked about that. Yeah, and I, she's pretty indifferent towards you know whether I'm a Christian. Like, yeah, I could be anything, and she probably wouldn't care that much. Um, not because she doesn't care, but just because she's like, you know, you can do whatever. Um, but initially she was like very curious, asked a lot of questions, probably because, you know, it was novel at the time. I was like, oh, Lewis is a Christian. That's weird. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she asked a lot of questions um, and we had some conversations um, and we still do occasionally, but now it just kind of feels like she just doesn't, like, I don't know, she's not, she doesn't not care. Like she will ask questions and whatnot. Mm. Um, but, you know, she's just okay with it, I guess. Like she's pretty just, you know, yeah. chill. Um, mm. My my experiences with my dad's side of the family. Yeah. Um, if, if I had to like um, generalize my, my two sides, mom's side is like the straight, get a job, work, done. Like that's, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Um, and dad's side, they're, they're kind of hippies, I would yeah. say, of the hippie persuasion. Like really into playing music. They live out in the country, um, you know, like yeah. like super different people. I'm still amazed my parents ever even got together like it's so <laughs> wild to think about um yeah and so you know mum's side is like that's the kind of culture and stuff they grew up in but they they don't care heaps yeah. whereas you know dad's side is again don't really care um but you know my my dad's a little more verbally um like not chill with christians yeah. um yeah not not he's not crazy or anything like he's just like you know doesn't has some pretty uh, strong opinions, like I suppose. Yeah. Um, and so that's it's actually it's, it's shameful to admit, but I still haven't told him. <laughs> <laughs> so and and not be like, I don't know. It, it's it's a, it's not just a thing of like, oh, I can't tell him, but it's also a thing of like, I hate just bringing things up out of the blue. Like I don't want to call up dad and be like, oh, by the way, I'm yeah. a Christian. Like I would never do something like that normally. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I'm I, I've I've almost just been waiting for him to be like. Lewis, are you a Christian? So I can use <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, I feel like I probably should just tell him at some point because, like, I, I have a good feeling he's not going to ask yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So I'm like, I probably should just tell him. But also I've left it so long now that I'm like, it's so bad. <laughs> it's hard with family because you, you love them and you want to – and you're kind of putting more pressure on yourself because you want to you wanna love him in the right way and approach mm-hmm. it in the right way. But, Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of harder the longer, the longer it goes. I like, guess I, don't I, know. I told myself, you know, I was like, last time I caught up with dad for dinner, I'm like, I'll tell him. Because it, it was just going to be dad and I for dinner. Like, I'm yeah. going to be like, I'm a Christian studying Christian stuff. <laughs> um, but then, then, then he's, uh, they went on a surfing trip and uh, one of, like, you know, one of their friends got eaten by a shark, essentially. <laughs> um, oh. And so dad was like, grappling with death and the consequences <laughs> of death. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't talk to dad about. Christianity, which has a big emphasis on death, oh. and so I'm like, okay. So now I've been like, gonna you know, not not talk about it because you know it just wasn't the right time, wasn't appropriate. Yeah. I just wanted to kind of mm. hang out with dad and just be cool and make Still sure it was okay. Love. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like you know, it's it's not difficult to see how bringing up Christianity at a time like that would just not be helpful and would probably cause fighting. Um, mm. So I'm like, I'm just not gonna. Um, but then that's been bad as well because it's like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just nothing's happened. Um, yeah. 
but hey, he might be watching us right now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll send him the link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be Please the easy way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like, I don't know. I think like my stepmom, because I have like my profile pictures of me at the- mm, Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. I, I assumed he knew because of this. Yeah, and like my, I asked my stepbrother, I was like, because um, we, we we caught up for dinner for Nick's birthday and he, yeah. he was there as well. And I accidentally told uh, my stepbrother that, I was going to study at YouthWorks College. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just, I just told him everything at that point. Um, yeah. Um, and then I talked to him about it. I was like, does, does dad and like your mum know? And he's like, oh, like I was talking to my mum, my stepmom about it. And like, she seems to have caught on that it was a baptism. And <laughs> wh- which is even, which is even like, it complicates it further because it's like, so dad is aware, but he hasn't brought it up. <laughs> or does he? And so I'm just, I'm so confused. Oh, there's so many layers. You're both waiting for the other person to bring it it's up. It's a standoff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so dumb. How, like, um, how was the baptism? So I think, good. I think we had some fun. Oh, we had heaps so of fun. Good. But yeah. So, so good. It, yeah. it, it was, I, like, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah. Obviously, baptism was sick. Um, it was sick because my family was there. Mm. Yeah. And they got to really cool. be a part of the church for once and they just got to see what it was about. Um, and even though it's not like they started going to church every day afterwards, yeah. but mm. um, it's just little things like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, I've seen in my own experience that yeah. it's just like such small interactions can, you know, yeah. blossom into something yeah. huge later on. And so yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm hopeful, you know yeah. what I mean? And so like, I'm very happy when small things like that happen. Yeah. But I was particularly happy to see um, like David get baptized. I think that was honestly the highlight yeah. for me. Oh. I was like, oh, I was almost happier to see David, who we mentioned before, get baptized yeah. than me. I was always, yeah. yeah. It was so Yeah, good. that's epic. Yeah. Yeah, and I echo the the family thing. Like for some insane reason, I was baptized as a child. So, <laughs> one and you're done. But like, <laughs> like, so like, I didn't get to share that with them. But at least like, my wedding was a great opportunity because my mm. parents have never been to church other than that. So mm. it's like it's a bummer that they haven't. But it was a nice opportunity at least to be like, you know, that place I spend all this time. This is that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. I think yeah, your your baptism was a really cool moment because um, you guys were really lovely and had a bunch of a bunch of the boys that were Christians came in the water with you and we dunked you and and so and, many and boys, the yeah. other boys, some of those um, boys that we were talking about from high school, yeah, 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 fully and or primary school, like yeah, or primary yeah. school, well, just me. David, yeah, me. just well, David you. for you, yeah, yeah, very cool, really cool, and it was yeah, it was a really cool time just to there was this feeling of of like sick we're there. Yeah. <laughs> like this is really cool. Yeah. Um, there's, there's plenty more people to get Ethan. Oh, don't, not, don't you, we don't, done yet. don't you worry. <laughs> I was, I was, um, Matt, the guy that Lewis was talking about earlier, hmm. uh, became a Christian. I'm pretty sure it's Matt that I had this conversation with, but he was like, so he became a Christian before Lewis did yeah. and was like, potentially, Yet to be confirmed. Okay. He, he came out about it. First. Oh, okay, okay. Came out. Sure. Um, <laughs> but he... Uh, but Same kind know, of time. Yeah, I'll give it to him. He can have it. I'll, <laughs> well, let, it, I'll let him he, have it. Well, he told me he was a Christian before you told me you were a Christian. I so. wasn't sure if I was a Christian. Well, there you go. <laughs> he, yeah, he's smarter than me. He gets... <laughs> yeah, he just figured it out. He just figured it out. Quick um, so, yeah, he we were, ch- we were chatting to him. And it might, it might have been it might have been after you became a Christian, but it was like... It was like, all right, Ethan, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> and we just, I remember this very late night scheming. How to get everyone How to get else. everyone else. <laughs> it was really funny. Well, that was, have you told the story about that night at your house when we got together? 
and like just everyone around the table was just like, I'm a Christian. No, I haven't told that story. Do you want to tell it? No, we also. I've already talked so much. Okay, okay. So we had this idea that was Christians, Christians are really cool. Um, and have a lot of really cool things <laughs> that we do. True. And one of those things is uh, Christianity Explained. Um, yeah. And there's other courses and stuff like that where people go, oh, like invite your friends and come. And we thought, and they have other things that are like events. And then they're like, oh, we'll throw the Bible in like that. Yeah. That's another yeah. little strategy. Um, but we, I was chatting with dad and we're like, you know what? Let's just be really blunt. And yeah. so we literally had a night that we called Become a Christian with Stu. Um, well, and and so it's worth it was, mentioning that like it was called that like become a, like you know it was blunt because the people who you know we were trying to get on board or you were trying yeah. to get on board with Christianity had mm-hmm. been going to youth group for like and oh, church years yeah and yeah, years yeah, yeah, years. yeah 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 so, yeah, yeah. so it, it was like, this was this was years of being with yeah. people who were not Christians yeah. who were hanging out at church it's not like Stuart just invited someone along and was like become a yeah Christian yeah no now. it wasn't that hundred percent you're right it was it was yeah it was we've known you guys for so long and we love yeah. you guys heaps. Why aren't you Christians? Hurry up! That yeah, was yeah. that was the the essence of it, and Which it was is really so lovely. Helpful. It was so good, so helpful. It was so good to have. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was it was actually that moment of of like of honestly why like why is it taking you this long yeah. to yeah. Not, to still be hanging out with us? Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. was so much fun to have because it was also like we then we had pizza and played board games and hung out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then there was just this moment where we all so we did two of them. Uh, the first one it only was, took two. It only took two. Uh, <laughs> the first one was really cool. We had these these big conversations where people were like, "Oh, this is what I think," and then it almost ended. That first one almost ended with like, "Oh, so all right, you guys have any more questions?" And everyone was like, "No." That was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, it was like pretty much exactly what everyone expected to happen. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It was like, "Okay, cool. Yep. You you want to become a Christian now?" And everyone was like, "No, no. not really." <laughs> <laughs> and but that was that was really cool though because there felt like this kind of cl- this this most of the boxes were ticked at that point. <laughs> like they weren't all, of course. Yeah, yeah. But by the time we had the next one, what was really cool was we had the next one and you were like, yeah, I've already, I'm already a Christian. You'd been a Christian for like, yeah, what, like I, a month I, I don't at know this if point. I, I, I was like super hesitant to tell people. Yeah, you hadn't told many. Um, so well, you, I told you I, and then is, you spread it like fire. You told you me dog. twice separately. Like, so you texted me. This is, it was not fair. He sent it to me over a message. And so I was not aware. No, 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 no. You just went, you just went. I was, I was at, so our did, church. Did we not call? Our, no, no, our church runs the schoolies thing yeah. uh, every year. And I was like on a farm with a bunch of picking, picking fruit. Yeah. And I get this message from Lewis like, oh, I think I'm a Christian now. Eh? On, and I was like, like, what? Was this, <laughs> wait, wasn't this at night? No, no, the second one was at okay, the so, end of that, the, at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, a, I think. So I told Jared, I'm like, I just got this random message from Lewis where he said he thinks he's a Christian but he's not sure. <laughs> and then we just left it that. We were like, I was excited, but I was also like, well, he's not, he's yeah, not, he's not convinced sure. yet. So whatever. Yeah, save the pop off. And later. then, and then later in the week, um, I then went away after that schoolies to on a friendship visit to Rwarana. Um, oh. And you texted me late at night while I was like, absolutely dead tired at this point. Again, it was just a, hey. But you told Jared. Dad stuff. was there for that one. But you told Jared. No, I told Jared at the start of the. I hadn't said anything from Jared after other than that. Because when I, next time I saw Jared, he was like, "Oh, you're a Christian." No, no, because the first that I think was, but that's all he knew about. So but he but got when, the first text. He when, got the first I, text. when I met, like when I saw Jared next, he was like, "How's being a Christian?" Like he yeah. he thought I was Christian. 
Yeah, because we thought that that's where you'd come to, but also we weren't sure. So we were like, but that was it. As far as I'm aware, that's all that happened. This is suspect. I don't know. That <laughs> well, that's how I remember the whole thing. But that 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 bit, that bit of information is is does make maybe my response to the initial yeah. text a bit more sus. I think maybe I was a bit more Jared. I think he's a Christian. I think that was it. Might have been more. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So you went around the fire. Lewis said. Well, no. So we, yeah, so we're sitting around it. We're sitting around a table eating pizza, and yeah, we're like Lewis, and he, Lewis is like, yeah, cool. I'm a Christian, and then. We go to Jack and Jack's like, yeah. And then, he's, and then he had told this lovely story about being a mustard seed that he'd talked to dad about in a time that I had no idea about. What? He, he told this story where he was like, oh. No, no, no. He just told this story about how um, Stu had previously explained to him that sometimes having faith, all you, needed, all you need is a little seed. Mm. And sometimes you just got to hold on to that seed. Mm. And he's like, yeah. I have that, I have that seed mm. and I think I want to hold on to that and become a Christian. And so mm. that was that kind of thing. And then we went to Dave and Dave's like, yeah, I might convert. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and mind you, there was, there was probably zero, well, not zero indication prior that he was becoming or going to become a Christian. Yeah. But it was like, we were kind of like, I have no idea. I would yeah, say, we, I'd say Dave is not a particularly easy individual to read. No. There were noticeable yeah, differences, no. yes, but like, in him leading up to it, yeah. But also, like, not enough to be like, "What's going on?" Yeah. Mm. So when he said it, like, we all freaked out. Yeah, we like <laughs> lost <laughs> lost our minds. That was, yeah, that was wild. <laughs> and the the nonchalant way that he said, "Yeah, my convert," was really on brand. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, uh, and then he told this lovely story about buying a harness for rock climbing, which was really funny. <laughs> should we tell that as well? I don't no. know if we should. No. Um, that's what? for Dave's episode. <laughs> that's, for, that's, that's for Dave's episode. Oh, yeah, um, okay. We'll save it. Oh, there will be so much existential That dread. might be a lovely place to leave it because I'm afraid the camera's going to run out of battery. Oh, oh true. Yeah. And then- We've oh. been talking for quite a while. Um, oh. I think we've been talking for an hour and 10 minutes-ish. Oh. But um, yeah. I do, I do want to add the next bit was Nick. We got to Nick and Nick oh, was yeah. like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight back down to that. And then, we spent, and then we spent all like the rest of the night- Just making fun of making it. Just fun of Nick. Like, Nick, become a Christian. Yeah. Nick. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, and really wholesome. We love Nick. We do. We love Nick. But he's, he's next. And, um, I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. You heard it here first. Nick <laughs> is a Christian. <laughs> tell everyone. But, tell, tell everyone. Yeah. yeah. Start Nick. with Jared. And then <laughs> um, oh. yeah. All right. That's a good call, Braden. I think we should probably wrap it up there. Just, just thought it yeah. might be time. Yeah. <laughs> we've, had a, we've had some laughs. Yeah. Had a good run. Did we cover... I mean, we had no, we had nothing a, going in. So we can have a part nothing, two. <laughs> nothing to fulfill. Oh, you yeah. will, you will be back. Like this is not necessarily the the only yeah. time we'll meet Lewis. I think one of the cool yeah. things we're trying to do with this podcast is have a revolving, like yeah. Braden and I won't be here all the time. Yeah. Uh, Joel, as you have noticed, we'll, might be back. Might be. Yeah, he'll he be back. Be. <laughs> we'll be gone. He will know. be back. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So. If you've got any questions for Lewis, maybe you could jump from on the Discord. Yeah. yeah. Uh, jump on the Soul Revival Church Discord and there's a there's a chip lunch section. Uh, feel free to chat, ask questions in there. Um, yeah. yeah, so jump on that. Um, the Shock Absorber is another podcast that we have been releasing. Uh, if yeah. you want to listen to more content, jump on there. That's with Joel and Stu. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, follow us on Soul Revival Church on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Uh, yeah. Say hi. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Um, we might leave it end it how we end all of our podcasts with a with a one way <laughs>